This is Monday Morning Meditations number 28 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Good morning, Rising Man fam. Welcome back to the Rising Man podcast. I'm your host and creator of the show, Jetty Azuma, and here we are. We're fresh into the New Year's, one week in, and man, I'm telling you guys, 2019 is the year. 2019 is the year that everything starts to really pop off. I know, personally, I've had a really profound couple of days. Just number one, my my New Year's Day, I spent just getting myself organized, just organizing all of my crap, cleaning up my space, being the master of my territory. January 2nd was warrior mode, straight getting shit done. And every day since then has just been, what do I need to do? Let's get it. And I know that it's not just me. The energy is contagious. I see it all around me. I see it with my my brothers inside Man Cave, inside the Conscious Man Brotherhood, the men in my men's team. All around me, men are jumping on board with this warrior spirit to start off the new year. So excited to be bringing that to the table and wondering, where are you guys at? Where, where, where have you guys been with the start of your New Year's? I know last year, I just had one of those memories pop up on my Facebook. And my post from January 1st last year was all about how I stumbled into the New Year. <laughs> sort of like the exact opposite of the energy I've had in New Year's this time around, 2018 into 2019. Uh, so wherever you're at, just acknowledge that's, that's where you're at and, and decide where you want to go from here. You know, whether you're stumbling into the new year, whether you're starting off on fire or if you barely notice that we changed calendars, whatever it is, just acknowledge where you're at and appreciate it. Be grateful for it and then choose how you want to move forward. Speaking of warrior energy, I want to remind you guys that the Rising Man podcast is officially in tandem, in partnership, in cahoots with the Conscious Man Brotherhood. So I have been fully, fully endorsing and sending all the men in my life over to the Pack Brotherhood Facebook group because the caliber of men who are showing up in this space, uh, that are facilitating the space, that are helping to lead, direct, and contribute to conversations of personal growth for men. The things that we go through as men, the real talk, the real talk that's happening that needs to happen for us is happening inside of this Facebook group. And it's such an amazing community of men from all over the world, literally from every single continent, many different countries. So make sure if you're not already a part of this, head over to facebook.com slash groups slash the pack brotherhood. The link will be in the show notes for you guys so that you can check it out. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a virtual circle of brothers, a circle of men who are continuing the dialogue that we initiate and start here on the podcast. So if you're looking to level up your life and you're not already a part of that crew, make sure you jump into the pack right now. Like do it ASAP. Pause this podcast, head over to Facebook and do it. Another way to level up and start off the new year in a big, big way is to sign up and join us for the second Elements Men's Initiation Weekend. I've been mentioning it every week because I really believe that when we step away from all the distractions we have in our lives and step into our natural setting, our natural environment, everything begins to change. I know that's what happened for me when I started to go into rites of passage, when I did my first four-day vision fast, whenever, really, even to this present day, whenever I step out into nature, away from the usual hustle and bustle of my life, everything changes. And when I started to step into these spaces and create space like this with other men in my life, just the breakthroughs and the conversations that happen are unparalleled. 
anywhere else in my normal life. So Elements is another opportunity to circle up with a crew of men, to facilitate and have some of these deep conversations that we need to have, to face off with the things that are holding us back in our lives and just clear that shit out. Clear that shit out once and for all while connecting to the natural environment and really recharging your battery. So January 18th to the 20th, it's happening here in Southern California. If you haven't checked it out already, head over to rise.jediazuma.com slash elements to check out what we're doing, see some videos, some footage from the last Elements weekend, which was amazing, and uh, reserve your seat today. So today's Monday morning meditation is all about defining your best. So just think about this for a second. This is this is how I came up with this topic because I was thinking about this for myself. And I asked myself, how many times have I been asked the question or asked myself the question, did I give it my best shot? And the first response that comes to my mind is usually, well, I could have done better. How many of you guys are like that? Because I know I'm always looking to better my best. I'm always looking to top the performance of to, of yesterday, make it, make tomorrow an even better day. And you know, a lot of this I've spoken about this here on the podcast before. I've shared my journeys with perfectionism and some of the imprints that I had from being a young kid, always striving to be the straight A student, always striving to be the starting player on every single sports team that I was a part of. And it was a very, it's been a very exhausting journey for me. But I always come up against this question. Did I give it my best shot? And to be honest, I almost never feel like I gave it my best shot, especially when I'm looking back in retrospect, because in retrospect, in hindsight, right? What do they say? Hindsight is 20 I can always see something I could have done better, something I could have done differently. And if the answer to that question, did I give it my best shot is I could have done better. Well, I didn't do better. So did I do my best with what I knew in that moment? Another thing I realized, because I was having this conversation with one of the men for my men's team, and we were discussing defining your best and what is my best actually look like. And we decided and agreed upon that struggling at times can still be part of our best. Doing our best doesn't mean that we're coming away squeaky clean, you know, with a, with a, with a clean record a flawless victory. Struggling oftentimes is associated with doing our best in the process of getting better. And that's a real thing. So I notice for me that a lot of times if I struggle through something or I'm having a hard time, you know, if the word failure comes into my mind or it didn't go the way that I thought it would, oftentimes I, I, I attribute that to not having done my best. But there's a difference between did I do my best or could I have done better? Deeper reflection, deeper meditating into this uh, conversation that I had with my friend, I realized that aiming for our best without a target in sight is really the problem. So when I say I'm, I'm shooting to do my best, I'm, I'm aiming to be my best, to be my best, most impeccable self. But if I don't have a target, a metric, a system for determining if I actually am giving it my best, then I have no way of knowing if I did or not. There's no way for me to know I'm doing my best if I haven't created some system, some metric for myself to weigh the results by. So first question, what are you doing to measure your results? 
whether it's results in your relationship, results in your career, what are you judging your performance based on? Because if it's not a measurable, objective tool that you're using to measure, then it's all open to interpretation. It's all open to interpretation. And oftentimes, if you're like anything like me, you're going to veer towards the side of being really hard on yourself of saying, well, I could have done better instead of I'd really did my best and I could have done better. Putting the two of those together. Another question to ask ourselves is how many of our goals are unrealistic? How many of us have goals and objectives that sound really good when we say them out loud? In fact, they even give me a boost, an energized feeling when I say that I'm going to hit this financial mark by the end of this year. I'm going to hit six figures in my business this year. Yeah, that feels good. But is it realistic? And I'm not talking about settling. I'm not talking about sinking into this hole of, oh, I, I, I shouldn't shoot for the star. I'm not saying that. But are you actually being realistic about the results that you want to create? Because very few people can go from zero to six figures in a year. Some people do, but it's the one in a hundred thousand stories that you actually get to hear. So how many of our goals are unrealistic? How many of our goals just sound really good? Nice to haves would, would be nice if this happened, but aren't actually realistic. Something else to look at, because if we're aiming for our best, but we don't know what we're shooting at, then we're shooting blind. Now, I want to make sure that I don't lead you guys down the slippery slope of settling or mediocrity, because it's not everybody was made to be excellent, you know, at least not in terms of how most of us or society defines excellence or success. If you're trying to replicate or imitate someone else's version of excellence or success, you're playing a losing game. Because each of us as men gets to define what excellent is for me, what success means for me. What is my best? What is Jetty Azuma's best in this now moment? At 31 years of age, married with one kid and another one on the way, what is my version of excellence? What is my version of impeccability? What is my version of my best? And not using the excuse of, I'm not, I'm not like this guy, so I should just not even try. Shouldn't shoot for my goals. Of course, everybody should shoot to better their best, to be the best version of themselves, if that's what you want. If that's actually what you're shooting for. Because I noticed that a lot of men, especially men in my men's circles, are shooting for a bar of excellence. In fact, we get roped into holding men to a standard of excellence that they don't actually want. A lot of guys are happy with the lives that they're living. Maybe there's some fine adjustments that need to be made, but in large part, I find that a lot of men are actually very much a lot closer to the happiness that they want than they think they are because they're shooting for some version of success or excellence that's not actually theirs. Most folks are fine with, with ordinary, and that's okay because even ordinary is a, is a subjective term. So when I say ordinary, I'm talking about not LeBron James's life. Right. LeBron James is living an extraordinary life. You know, a lot of these public figures, these leaders are living a very extraordinary life outside of the ordinary. But every one of us has to define what our version of success is, what our bar for best is. And it comes down to this. Do the results that you're creating in your life match what you truly want for yourself, what you truly want for yourself? Not your father 
not your brother-in-law, not your sister, not your best friend, not your partner, not your family. What is your version of excellent? What do you want for yourself? How do you want to define that version of excellence? Because if you know what this is and you give yourself full permission to declare what it is for you, then you'll never have to give your power away to someone else. And not only that, you'll have a clear roadmap to your destiny, to the life that you always wanted. This is where we hear this all the time. You read it in inspirational posts, you read it in audiobooks and and you know, face whatever it is. It's it's everywhere. People are saying, just declare the life that you want. You get to choose your future. You get to choose your life. And it is actually so simple. If you declare the life that you want and the life that you want to call in for yourself, and then you fight for that every single day to make that your reality, you cannot fail. If you keep working towards that version of your best, of your excellence, of your dream, of your purpose, of your passion, your reason for being here, you cannot fail unless you give up on it. You can't. You decide what it is. You put in the effort for it every single day. You give your very best because you know what your best is and you're guaranteed to succeed. That's it. It's the bottom line. It's that simple. So, When we talk about defining your best, you have to decide which target are you aiming for? How much is enough? How much money do you need to make in a calendar year in order to provide for yourself, provide for your family, provide for your loved ones, save and put a little aside for retirement, invest in the things you like, have some vacations, whatever it is, get clear on what that number actually is. How many children do you want? Do you want a family? What do you want your relationship to look like? Know what you're shooting for. Because if you know what you're shooting for, you can take the results from your day today and weigh them against what you want in your future and decide if you did your best or not. If you completely bailed out and you were, you know, veered off the trail and went in another direction for a day, don't be hard on yourself, but say, hey, you know what? That wasn't my best. That was me getting distracted. That was me procrastinating again. That was me taking my eye off the ball for Monday. Okay. But tomorrow's Tuesday. Let's recalibrate. Let's get focused back up. What matters? What matters to me? What is my vision? What is my purpose again for being here? What am I fighting for? How will you know that you're on your game? How are you going to know that you're hitting your marks? One tool that I think I've mentioned on here before, but I use a lot in my life is something called SMART goals. And this is used a lot in growth and development, efficiency, personal development, leadership practices, et cetera. The acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T, stands for Simple, Measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-sensitive goals. So it really speaks for itself, but simple goals, don't make it too complicated, right? What is the simple objective result you want to create? Measurable has to be measurable, meaning I could look at your result based on your goal and say whether or not you accomplish the mission, meaning it has to be something that's a yes, no, something that's measured on a scale, etc. something that I can look at. Anybody can look at objectively and say, yes, you did it or no, you didn't. Achievable. This is the most uh, emphasis on this part. The achievable part goes back to, are your goals realistic? Is it something you can actually achieve in the period of time that you said you would? Relevant. Is it relevant to your life? Is it relevant to your vision, your purpose, your mission, the life you declare that you say you want for yourself, the targets that define you and your success, your excellence and your best? Is it relevant to that? Or Is it not? Because if it's not, then scratch it, get rid of it. 
And the last one, time sensitive. Put a timestamp on it. Say within the next six months, by the end of 2019, in the next five years, you know, I will make a minimum of blah, 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 whatever it is. Time sensitive, measurable. Very, very important. And make sure you avoid putting in fantasy goals. Everybody wants to make $100,000 a year, right? Or, or some people want to make $500,000 a year. But be realistic with yourself, okay? Be, be focused on the achievable part. Make sure it's something that you can realistically achieve. And it, it can be a stretch. It can be scary for you. But make sure that it, it's in the realm of possibility, because you have to have something that you believe you can hit, even if it's going to be hard, even if it's going to be something you've never done before. Awesome. But make sure that you can hit that mark. Make sure it's something within your realm of achievability. Last but not least, next time you're beating yourself up or telling yourself that you're not good enough, I'm not doing enough, I'm not getting anywhere, pause, take a deep breath, and ask yourself instead, what does my best look like? Is this my best? And try to come from an honest place there. Try not to come from that place of, well, I could be doing better. I could be doing this or that. What does my best look like? And see what comes up. See what comes up in those not good enough conversations. Because a lot of times I think we're doing our best and we're not giving ourselves enough credit. So action step this week is simple. Create five SMART goals for your 2019 action plan. Five, just five simple SMART goals for your 2019 action plan. Again, the acronym SMART means simple, measurable, achievable, relevant, time sensitive. SMART goals is all over the internet. So if you need some help with that, just Google it really quick. Choose five different domains of your life for each goal. So, you know, have five SMART goals, one for each domain of your life. I mean, there's many different domains, so choose five. Some examples are health, wellness, career, finances, relationships, social life, fun, purpose, spirituality, and anything else that you could come up with. All right, choose five domains of your life. Pick a goal for each one. Get it dialed in. Make sure it's within the smart parameters and then add it to your 2019 action plan and start executing because that's what this is all about. And if you're ready to pour some gasoline on this fire that we've already started here, I want you guys to head over to rise.jediazuma.com elements. Just take a look at what we're doing for this next Elements Men's Initiation Weekend happening January 18th to the 20th. I'm telling you guys, it's a unique experience that will change your life forever. You know, if nothing else, you're going to walk away with a brotherhood with men that you can really connect with who will see you for who you really are. And that's a rare thing in our world these days. Three days out underneath the stars is going to change anybody. So make sure you head over there. Check it out today. While you're at it, subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already a subscriber, please do it right away because it really helps out. And do so on the app of your choice, whatever you're listening to, whether you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, any of the apps that you guys can hear us on. Make sure you subscribe, increase that follow and help us out. And also leave comments and feedback with your biggest takeaways from each episode at therisingmanpodcast.com or wherever you're listening to The Rising Man Podcast. If you can leave reviews, comments on the app, please do that as well. It goes a long way. It really does, guys. It really helps to boost the ratings and boost the momentum behind what we're preaching here. And as a reminder, you guys, our 
Patreon contribution page is open. I'm so grateful for our first few supporters that have rolled in. If you guys have not heard me talk about it already, the Patreon page is your opportunity to pump some resources into the Rising Man podcast. Every contribution that comes in goes right back into amplifying what we're capable of doing here with the Rising Man movement. There's a lot of ideas and and intentions we have to grow the Rising Man movement, um, to create more videos, more content, more powerful, valuable conversations for you men out there. So if you feel called, if you've gotten value from what you've been hearing here on the Rising Man podcast, head over to the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash rising man. You guys can search for it there. The link will be in the show notes. Really appreciate those contributions. Big shout outs to my Rising Man power team. You know, I love shouting out these guys every week. I know it's something that you guys may get used to hearing, but these guys deserve every bit of praise and accolades and then some. So starting from the top, Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics, M-E-L-O-D-I-X on Instagram, audio wizard engineer. Thank you so much for everything you do, brother. Really appreciate it. My man, Rowan Tyne at Rowan Tyne, R-O-W-A-N-T-Y-N-E on Instagram. The man who's been flexing the social media game for the Rising Man podcast, doubling and tripling our social media audience since he's came on board. Rowan, I appreciate you, brother, and everything that you're doing. If you guys need any support with your audio video, visual social media needs my man rowan is the guy to go to so make sure you hit him up follow him on instagram mark rose julian subic my other men behind the scenes who are helping turn the tires every single week i appreciate you brothers everything that you're doing thank you thank you thank you thank you and thank you until next time rise up and claim your destiny